The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. <coughs> oh God! Yeah, sorry. Bless I'm allergic you. to looking fucking you good. Glorious, glorious, phenomenal. I was gonna say, son of a bitch. You. I think you mean phenomenal, phenomenal I son do. of a bitch. <laughs> I guess uh, Halloween's come early to the Schlegel house. No, man, this is uncensored. I got three <laughs> different appearances, so I got three separate outfits all set to go. And <laughs> wait, this isn't for Halloween. No, I'm doing something separate for Halloween. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm dressing okay, as the pharmacist right. from It for Halloween. Um, <laughs> the one that you're like, oh, you definitely fuck kids. Like, you definitely. Yeah, Pennywise is the second it, most I, evil I, villain in that movie. You definitely <laughs> want to fuck the young girl. This is handmade, uh, homemade, uh, phenomenal. AJ Styles, I'm gonna back it up for you. I'm gonna let you drink it all in. Yeah, I want, I want okay. the I want the full thing. If you're wearing pants, are you wearing oh. pants? You're wearing you're wearing you're wearing, <laughs> you're wearing the uh, the 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 I guess tights or however you mm-hmm. want to call them. You have the the vest with the uh, the P1 logo oh, yeah. and studded. Did you rhinestone that? Goddamn right, rhinestone after rhinestone. Got got my hood. You got the P. You got oh god, it's got a hood. You have the phenomenal one shirt. You have a replica United States Championship. You have the gloves. Where did you get the spandex? These are actually Under Armour pants. That are they? Uh, okay. I commissioned the misses to just do a phenomenal one down the side of. She did a pretty phenomenal job. Yeah, they look great. Uh, I have a mom wig upstairs that tomorrow we're actually going to get chopping on. <laughs> I literally went to Amazon and next searched question. mom wig and found that. <laughs> So we are off to the races. That is oh, that is outfit you, one of three for the three uncensored performances. You have to send me a photo of you in the complete getup so I can post it to the uh, the Rough House pages so everybody can see your commitment to the part. Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll um, get you a whole thing. I'll wait till tomorrow. Whenever you listen to this, check back the social media. Yeah. I want to wait wait and get that get that uh, wig all trimmed up because oh yeah, yeah right now that it's a wig. fucking Somebody's shit get show. The wig split. Call Mark Henry. He can help you out. Yes, Mark Henry. He just cuts <laughs> people's hair with an axe. He just swings. He's gonna get your wig split. Splits their fucking wig open. Oh, I did love yeah. that. I did love that song. That was a great he wants song. To get the I guess wig he's, split. he's he's done in ring. I think. I think he's just working backstage. Has now. he just fully retired at this point? I think he's had a soft in ring retirement. There was a table for three um, with him and um, Charles Wright and Ron Simmons. Okay. That was pretty solid, and they talked about he's kind of like transitioning into a backstage role, kind of mentoring the uh, the younger and I'd, I'd imagine the bigger guys too. So uh, good old Mark, good old Mizark. He's had a <clears throat> dude. He had a pretty long ass career in WWE. Yeah, Mark he Henry really did. did. If you think about the tenure <clears throat> and the 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 longevity of a Mark Henry compared to some others. And especially when you hear podcasts about his um, troubled early years where he didn't know yeah. anything whatsoever. You have, you, know you have a, it, it was in a, in a weird sense and follow me here, sort of like the WWE's Goldberg, where you had this powerhouse of a man who was yeah. 
completely incapable of doing in the ring the things that they wanted him to do in the ring. Right. So there's a great chance that if you went out there and worked with Mark Henry, you were literally going to get your fucking wig split. This guy just, <laughs> he didn't know his own strength. He was going to fucking maul you. Yeah. Uh, which is why they had him with veterans, like how his big first feud was with Jerry the King Lawler. So he was in there with a mega veteran who could slow the pace down, help him out, show him how to bump. But yeah, from, you know, all I mean, he he did achieve World Heavyweight Championship at some time. I believe he had the big gold belt. Yes, yes, at least once. Yeah, he... Multiple-time tag champ, I believe, as well. Yeah, member of the nation, some of the... The, yeah. the, the the funniest head scratching skits with May Young. I mean, the oh, man, man really did have sexual a hall chocolate. of fame. Chris, sexual chocolate, all the shit that he did with China that was great. The Hall yeah. of Pain, everything. The yeah. Cena swerve. The swerve. Oh, so yeah, good. Yeah, the retirement swerve really, was legendary. What a what a what a really fantastic career that I I assume has come to an end. I'm glad you brought this up <clears throat> with Mark Henry ending his career. What do you take of? The recent murmurings and mumblings that Taker might have one more official thing. They, with every quote you hear about Undertaker's last match, Roman Reigns retired yeah. the Undertaker, you always hear some people sort of tack on this in parentheses, but he never said he quit. He never said he retired. Right. Kane has never retired. Right. What's the possibility of one last one? I personally don't think we see him again. I I don't think so, and I I hope not. And this isn't the the taker hater that I've become in my in my uh, most recent years of being a wrestling fan. This is storyline wise. I mean, they didn't promote this past WrestleMania as Taker's last match, but every indication from um, the pageantry, the finale, his performance, not not being able to to keep up, um, everything pointed to that being its last match. And it was kind of a, you know, fitting ending to a career. He's a guy who's been there, you know, he was he was the general, he was the, the guy backstage, he was the judge at wrestler's court, he, you know, helped all the young kids and, 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 and um, put them in line if they got out of line. Um, I think if they just have him do another match, it just wipes that entire storyline out and kind of takes some of the some of the heat and some of the rub off of Roman too. Yeah, it does sort of undo that accomplishment that Roman Reigns was the guy that retired Undertaker, and then you had the shots of the the gear in the ring, and as they broke down the WrestleMania yeah. stage, it stayed there, and you know he's sort of yeah. gone radio silent ever since. I hope they just let that be the end. Maybe he makes an I appearance, yeah. but in a non-wrestling capacity, well, yeah. just to make it clear, that's it, I'm done. Maybe Kane comes out too, and they both say goodbye. I feel like their histories are right. intertwined. And I mean, Kane's going to get into politics. Have Glenn Jacobs come He's out one more time. He's going to run for mayor, yeah. yes. Have him just come yeah. out one last time and just be like, goodbye. Speaking of him running for mayor, he's got Daniel Bryan coming to a rally for his, uh, I think it's mayor of Knoxville he's running for. And he, he's getting the old band back together. He's getting Team Hell No back together for a campaign rally. And Daniel Bryan's going to come and speak on his behalf. It's it's ridiculous. Who is he running against? I, I have to wonder. Uh, not a clue. <clears throat> you see, in my world, the world in, in local um, fiefdoms are ruled by the largest and most powerful person who can just essentially yeah. mount fucking kill his opposition however he sees right. fit. So at any point, Kane could just walk over and, and superplex whoever he's drippy little uh, yeah. gimpy Dan Quayle looking opposition is just clean through <laughs> a fucking table and be like, okay, I now Easily. run this town. I, I'm taking things over. Yeah, Bartertown and then Knoxville, one one step at a time. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure exactly who he's running against. I know he's running as a libertarian. I believe mm-hmm. that's his um, political affiliation. Uh, not that we're ever going to talk politics on this show, but just as a point of trivia for Kane's uh, running uh, for office there. So I, I just thought it was funny that Daniel Bryan's going to come and speak at a campaign rally. This is politics in 2017, where you've got uh, Kid Rock running for Senate. You got. Isaac Ankum DDS running for mayor of Knoxville and and the president. Yes, and a guy that has fought Vince McMahon and shaved his head alongside yeah. Bobby Lashley is in charge right. of the nuclear launch code. So we are we it's, are in it. It's a weird it's a weird weird world in which we live, my friend. <clears throat> it truly is. 
Um, so you uh, taking it back to eight minutes ago when we started. You're wearing the phenomenal one. You said this is one of three costumes. Are the other two a surprise? Are you going to give a little uh, dirt to the roughhouse listeners? Nope. Here, you just what? get one. You just get one. The okay. other ones you'll have to all attend right. to see, but they're all purchased. Okay. This was the cheapest one of the three. I'll say that this was the okay. easiest one of the three. The other ones cost a couple of bucks. The other ones. Can I get eras? Uh, current. An era of current. the wrestler. They're current. all current. All yep, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. current. Okay. Current. All right. Yeah. So you're I, not getting a uh, polka dotted uh, sort of a singlet to do a dusty. No, but I'm pissed off. I didn't think about that. I think I would have loved you. <laughs> He's just a common man. Jacket his penis with his hand. Yeah, I wish. Can you imagine Spiegel in that? Yeah, oh my God. Trying to fucking force Josh in a big yellow and black (laughs) polka dot singlet and have him go out there and Uh do the the funky chicken while some sassy black lady grinds up behind him. Sapphire. Oh my God. I thought of. Okay, speaking of sassy black women. Sassy black women. Good segue. uh, Speaking of sassy black women. Black women. Sorry. I'm just going to I'm going to give up the goose here. Sometimes are known to give their children creative names. Very creative. Uh Okay. And this is something much like a lot of things from African-American culture that white people love to just steal and make their own lingo, music, fashion. We're doing it now (laughs) because I for for every, you know, um, you know, Lardarius and, um, you know, Uh Jamiroquai sounding kind of name. I am now I am now hearing I'm I'm hearing so many more dumb white people name their kids ridiculous shit. I've obviously I've I've brought up Bramden before. Yes, uh, there's a kid named yes. Bram as in Bram, okay? Bramden. The re- yeah. Yes, I've heard there's a kid named Kents in my neighborhood. Kents, okay? K E N T Z. Freshly pulled out of fucking pages backside today. I heard a drippy little fuck by the name of Braddix. There's a kid in here by the name of Braddix in my neighborhood, and I just wanted to go over and slap the Kohina Kutch on, on this fucking dad yes. and just say, sleep forever. Sleep forever, yeah. asshole. You named your oh, drippy that's... little zilch Braddix. That's a terrible. That's that's Hall of Fame terrible. That's shitty naming right there. So any any last fucking Southern kit, shit kicking hee haw that loves to like make fun of of what a, a creative black person's child's name. Put that fucking right. argument to bed because much like everything else we touch, boy, us whites have fucking taken over and have my neighborhood is oh, riddled yeah. with the dumbest fucking kids' names you've ever heard. Kent's, Aiden, Braddock's. Yeah. Bramden, there's a kid named. Well, there's Lythe. variations of <clears throat> Lythe. L y t h e Lythe. That's oh my god, Lythe. that's terrible. Fucking um, Lythe. Ugh. My nephew, whom I love dearly, his name is Aiden, and I hate his name. Mm. I love the kid. Name is just garbage. What a basic and there's fucking variations name. of it. There's Braden. There's Layden. There's Choden. No, probably. I don't know. Probably. Like they're spooning little bits of him onto your fucking dish. (laughs) Layden. Oh, my God. I do know a Brayden or two. Yeah, there is. Yeah, it's it's terrible. So for every ha-ha Clinton Dix that's out there, there are a ton of, you know, Noah's Worths, you know, Uh Michaels. Ugh, it's actually pronounced. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's a girl that lives next door. Her name is A-I-L. I'll spell it first and you pronounce it. A I L E E N. That's isn't that Eileen? Aileen? Most Aileen. 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 Not Eileen. What the fuck? Aileen. And you just know that her mom has fucking buyer's remorse on that dip fuck name. As every single person that I see come to their door or teacher or whoever else that has to pronounce Uh that name. Looking for an uh, Aileen? It's Aileen. Oh. Aileen. I like, mean, you fucked we, up, stupid. You and I know something about shitty names, Mr. Schlegel and Mr. Lykelot over here. Jesus Christ. So first day of school every year, you go in the class and it's uh, uh, Chris Lichole. Who the fuck are you? What is his name? Yeah, no, it's Lykelot. No, it's not. Yeah, no, it, it is. It yeah, is. Schlee. So, yeah. Schley. Schlegel. Schlegel. Suck a Halegal. 
So, and then the fucking yeah. spelling. At least Justin, Chris, you just start off with the basic shit. But like, you know, it's right. like yeah. Kent's Brown. Like their last names are fucking normal. You know, <laughs> Bramden Smith. But they're shit yeah. in the bed on them last names. God, somebody drop a fucking Oof. tungsten space rod on this goddamn neighborhood. So, couple of things to go over. First and foremost, ran out of podcast again. Listened to the new Eric Bischoff on wrestling. If you're in the okay. mood to listen to one miserable old prick, I love WCW. <laughs> I worship WCW in the mid to late se- uh, 70s, 90s, and I love <laughs> yeah. shitty WCW. He is such uh-huh. a curmudgeonly miserable old cocksucker these days. He, I don't know what the fuck happened to him. He, he thinks he's fucking Jeff Bridges from True Grit. And for some reason, memory <laughs> seems to allude to him being like 5'5", five, five, a buck nothing. He owns a horse and a motorcycle. Yeah. But like if you was ever to stand right. in front of Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon, Vince drinks his fucking milkshake. I mean, drink Smith. Oh, yeah. he, he's such a tiny little fucking zilch. If you listen to him now, he has such contempt and hatred for his co-host, who is insufferably fucking drippy. It, it, it might be one of the most unlistenable goddamn podcasts out there. He doesn't watch anything new. He doesn't right. remember anything he did. And anything okay. that might remotely offend anyone else, he goes on these fucking political rants that are head-scratching. Uh, and he's always, much like someone you and I know but can't bring up, is always working on a project he can't tell you about yet. But when he can, <laughs> stay tuned. He's got a yeah. lot of irons in the fire that you don't know fuck all about. God, is it just a he's just a miserable, sour old listen from a man that I love the creativity, genius, and forward thinking of. It's almost retconning my love of WCW to where I'm like, I can't listen to this. I, I took it out of my I, I took it out of my Stitcher lineup as far as Dang. shit to listen to. It is Oh, it's sour. It's a sour pill to swallow how just bitter and crusty he's gotten. I haven't. I've never listened to it, but I know he's got some uh, some delicious salty hair right now. He's, he's gone full gray or white or whatever. So that that he's got about the only thing he's got going for him. But speaking of uh, terrible WCW, I uh, I threw on after watching NXT last night. Um, I threw on Fall Brawl 2000. I think it was. It was 99 or 2000. I think it was 2000. I think it was because Vince bought out in 2001, right? Yes. So yeah, this was the last fall brawl, um, and it was there was uh, a terrible scaffold match between um, the franchise and Billy Kidman. There was some sort of elimination match that had to get <clears throat> stopped because uh, Mr. Wonderful uh, Orndorff had a got a stinger in the ring, and they had to stop the match. And they kept the cameras on him for a long time. Like if somebody's injured, cut the backstage or do something. I'm like, come on, come on, guys. This is this is really the the end of days for WCW. There was um, three count, I think, had a match. Uh, there was a faction called MIA. I don't even know what it stood for. It was just, who boy. Oh yeah, the it Misfits was... in action. That was um. Yeah, that's it. Corporal Cajun, uh, Lieutenant Loco, AWOL. Another terror. AWOL. Yeah, that's the major stash. Game I no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, major stash and. Oh, who the fuck else? I remember. Oh, General General uh, Hugh G. Rection. Hugh, yes. Hugh Morris. Yes. Right. And yeah, eventually, oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. All this shitty WCW is washing back over me. <laughs> um, G.I. Bro, which was Booker T, just in camouflage and face paint, G.I. Bro. Wasn't he, like, the champion at that time? Uh, I don't know how long he lasted as a champion or, or, or was a part of that group. I just okay. do remember right. G.I. Yeah. Bro. Like, Oof. oh, this is fucking yeah. so bad. And, and Disco Inferno wasn't Disco Inferno anymore. He was in like a, a group with some other guys. I don't know. It was, there was some oh, yeah, bad filthy shit animals. on that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah, there's, there's, well, I think Rey Mysterio was a part of that as well, wasn't he? Or, yeah, it was Rey Mysterio, uh, Conan, Kidman, yeah, and Disco yeah, yeah, Inferno, yeah. which Oof. I don't fucking know why I remember so much trash goddamn WCW, I, but I knew you I would. Do. That's why I brought it up. I knew you. Yes. Would. <laughs> oh, how that? How that? You watch Scott Steiner versus Goldberg? 
in the no DQ. No, match. I didn't get. I didn't get to the end. I didn't get to the end. Yeah, get a get a get a get a watch at a real at a real fresh slice that they had there by the name of Medasia. She was one of uh, Scott Steiner's freaks, and okay. she was a uh, she was a real bit of business. Uh, she was ninety percent bulletproof and flame retardant materials. Like if you told me she was in the new Blade Runner, uh, I'd believe you. <laughs> She's a, she was like a shitty replicant. They they tried to make a fucked doll. It didn't quite work out, but they spent so much time on her, they feel like they just had to release her anyways, sort of like the 32X. She is, you think <laughs> attractive, 32X. but not. Uh, oh, that's a deep cut. That's great. Didn't I send you a picture of like a souped up Sega? Yeah, what the, the shit was that thing that you sent me? You sent me a know. picture of a cobbled together 32X Sega Genesis Sega CD, which I had. Yeah, with Game Genie. And, oh my god! Uh, yeah, it was just all kinds and a of Sonic the, and a Sonic and Knuckles cartridge with a Sonic Three yeah. cartridge inside of that. Oh yeah. my god! You had the Natural Born Thrillers. I loved the Natural Born Thrillers because there was one guy that stuck out like such a piece of shit. There were two people <coughs> that actually liked in the Natural Born Thrillers. There was Sean O'Hare, who eventually went to the WWF, and right. Mark Jindrak. There was this fucking weirdo who wore a cod piece named Reno. I'll get the shit out of here, oh, Sean Stasiak, a.k.a. me. And then you had the focal point of the group, above average Mike Sanders. That was his actual name. Sanders. Was above average Mike Sanders. And He's a comedian? He, no, he just looked. <laughs> his Wikipedia like a, says he's a comedian. Get this shit out of here. Is he a comedian now? Holy shit. Michael it says he is a- Edwin Neal Sanders, American stand-up comedian, former professional wrestlers. He was a cruiserweight champion. <laughs> I mean, what what kind of milk toast fucking name is above average Mike Sanders? It's like, hey, it's might as well Christoph like a lot and just happy <laughs> to be here, Justin Schlegel. That's, yeah. Fuck. Tell me he just doesn't that's, look that's like a shitty woodshop teacher or some kind of motivational speaker that you just don't leave feeling any better than when you arrived. Yeah, the natural-born oh, thrillers were were average. not great. No, yeah. I, I wouldn't even put him above average. He's, he's, he's average at on his best day. Extremely average Mike Sanders. Christ. Oh, this WCW. is a rough time in WCW. God, it was hard to fucking watch. And Lord knows I tried. Christ almighty, did I try. Um, yeah, bless you. Things to bless discuss. Two big ones, two main ones. Oh, yeah. And oh, that is, what do you have? What's your thoughts on one of two things? Shield reunion or okay. Sister Abigail? Where do you want to go? Oh, oh man. Um, both are excitingly furiating. In, in their own ways. Let's start with okay. the. Let's start with the shield. Let's start with the. Shield. Okay. What are you infuriated so, about? What, what are you? What are you uh, frustrated about with the shield? It, it's and it's kind of keeping up what they just did with No Mercy. That it seems like something that should be saved for a WrestleMania and not a TLC. Um, but you know they're they're doing what they're doing. Ratings are down in the fall, so they need something to boost. And they need to help get Roman Reigns over. I get why they're doing it right now. But it seems like something that they've teased multiple times ever since the breakup with, you know, triple threat matches or stuff like that where they've done the power bomb and then, you know, Seth p- puts his fist out for the bump and then he gets beat up for it and stuff like that. Um, it, it, it feels like it should be a little bigger. Now, that being said, um, the original problem I had with it was the fact that it was being wasted on the Miztourage, but it doesn't look like that's the case anymore. Poor Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel uh, kind of pushed to the wayside, and it looks like it's going to be the bar, uh, Cesaro and Sheamus with the Miz, which is a worthy Shield competitor, I would say, at this point, especially on Raw in that scene. <clears throat> well, there's a you possibility agree? now that I'm hearing that the Miz might not even be in it, and Miz might use Braun as a proxy. It could be the bar and Braun. Braun has no match. Braun has no match for TLC. And huh. there are, if, if, if rumors are to be believed in house show ticket sales and raw ticket sales, all the raws yeah. and house shows moving forward are Braun and Roman again. That 
it's looking like, and it, there's there's Cesaro and Sheamus taking on Rollins uh-huh. and Ambrose, and Braun taking on Roman. They're going to move forward with that program in the fall by the looks of it. So there's a possibility of Miz stepping in and using him as a proxy and then sort of maybe the Miz Taraz managing those three. <coughs> Don't know. That's possibility. That's a, far more that's, for, that's a far more formidable group of adversaries than I think. Because out, out of those six guys, well, yeah. the Miz is the weak link. Oh, yeah. No, in, in terms of in-ring ability, in not in terms of story-wise. I think he's always oh, more than capable in-ring. I'm thinking when it comes to, oh, my God, this is oh, the shield. Okay. We need to fucking break out the big guns. This is the shield. These guys wreaked havoc for, you know, two years in the right. WWE. I've got, I've got the solution to our problems here. Have Braun step in. That's, that's, that's interesting because then it would kind of be like a six on three because if the Miz is around, then Axel and Dallas will be around. And even if they're just floating around the ring – um, there's that. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about. I, I mean, I, I'm I I I'm okay with Braun, Cesaro, and Sheamus together. That's a fucking hoss team if there ever has been one. I, yeah. I'm just not sure of how the Miz fits into that. Um, and if you if he's gonna distance himself from it in in lieu of Braun, that that's okay. But he's kind of the one who who spearheaded the whole thing. So it, it's kind of um shitty for them to, you know, have him do most of the heavy lifting and then not be a part of the final product. But, you know, he's a company guy. He goes out there and he does what he does and he gets paid and he's good at it. So th- that is what it is. Just, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, that's that's a weird rumor. I'm, I'm not 100% uh, not hundred percent on that. So far, uh, I thought the, 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 the beginning of the, the build-up to the recreation, reformation of the Shield seemed a little awkward with that, that Miz TV segment after the yeah. last Raw pay-per-view where, you know, right. he was actually being relatively complimentary of Roman and the Roman just yeah. starts going in on him. Like, why am I talking to this fucking retard? And Miz is like, ah, boy, you're kind of coming hard at me right now. And he just, yeah. Roman sort of starts to sort of act like a dick a little bit. And then they, they, I hate to say it, it was forced, but it felt a little um, telegraphed. It th- felt very, very yeah. telegraphed. It didn't seem like all three of them either individually with Roman or together as a group with Rollins and Dean, all were having issues that were so insurmountable that they said the only way we could all collectively get over this huge problem we're all dealing with on all fronts is to reform the shield. Like, Dean and Seth have been holding their own against Cesaro and Sheamus, lest they got attacked by someone, and then, you know, the bar comes out to pick the bones. And Roman, for the most part, has been extremely over and extremely powerful and is, is beaten yeah. Cena. It doesn't seem, you know, he's beaten Braun. You know, it, it doesn't seem like he beat really... Beat Taker. They, and beat Taker. That there wasn't a... To me, I, I kind of wanted a bit more of a, by God, how will these three overcome right. X? We have to reform the Shield. I'm glad the Shield is coming back. Don't get me wrong. I am. But I I almost would kind of want... that they, they These three got back together... Because they had to get back together. Yeah. Now, with that said, it was a fucking awesome moment on Raw. No one said anything. And this yeah. could be the thing to finally get Roman back to when he was most over, which is where he right. was with the Shield. And then my question is, is they'll, they, they'll probably stick around for a little bit together. What does the new Shield look like? Do they come out in their individual attire? Do they, in a segment on an upcoming Raw prior to TLC, have someone go backstage like a Seth Rollins, call the other guys over and say, hey, what do you think of this? Opens up a locker. Camera can't see what's inside. They all start nodding. Then it's revealed at the pay-per-view. It's their old gear. And they all come the out. The old gear. The old tack gear. And they come out there and they're wearing the shit like that. How long do they stick around as the shield? Do they take it through Mania? Is there another breakup or is there a mutual parting of the ways, which is rare, if ever, in right. in pro wrestling? Uh, well, if, if there's another – if it's not mutual, so then somebody has to turn heel. And you brought up a good idea last week of it being Dean Ambrose. Um, if, you, if you missed last week's episode, uh, pull that up because that you know made a lot of sense. Um, I feel like the Royal Rumble match might be a good place to do that. Um, if they're if they're not going to continue it through WrestleMania, um, but again the plan is is as it's been for the past couple of years is to do Brock versus Roman for the title at Mania. So I'm not sure how how Rollins and Ambrose may or may not fit into that uh, in terms of um, 
yeah, I, I think maybe a month or two. I think I don't I don't think they're going to get a, a full full long run. And I, I could be wrong, and I I, I hope I am wrong because you know if they catch lightning in the bottle again and those three get together and start firing on all cylinders. Because I mean, if you think about it, all three of those guys have had successes after the breakup, but really none of them have reached their full potential um, on their own. The the highest of highs, and sure, they've won championships, but their highest of highs, I think, was when they were the Shield, all three of them together. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Rollins was a good heel, and he had the authority angle, and then the babyface turn kind of didn't go so great. So he never really uh, bounced back from coming back from that injury. Uh, you had Ambrose doing the wacky hot dog cart meet you in the concession stand uh stupid dad jokes so but he won a title too and reigns obviously has done a lot of stuff but never really got the response um i just i just think in terms of full-on everybody being all in uh they never really hit the heights that they were when they were together on their own no i think they're hottest and and a title doesn't annotate hot i mean look at gender you know that that's a big example he might have the you know best prize in the game on his respective show but he's still not the hottest actor in the card you know that's set aside for uh an aj styles and the like uh yeah that was their hottest and i think this is i'm not gonna say this is a last ditch thing but this to me i feel is a hail mary play for roman I feel like they're yeah. doing this, A, like you said earlier in the discussion, this is them trying to cure the doldrums of this time of the year and prior years. This is always when the product mm-hmm. lags. So they gave us a WrestleMania quality card on paper with no mercy. They're getting a mm-hmm. Shield reunion coming up at TLC. You're getting yeah. some uh, Hell in a Cell matchups that look like they're going to be fucking must-watch with Shane and Kevin. They're really doing what they can to stack cards through a slow point of the year. But I think the long play here is to get Roman over back to where he was, he was the guy, he was the big gun. Uh, I'm not sure if they have him in a leadership role here back when it used to be Dean for a bit. And then they sort of had Seth take over a little bit. Roman never got that. I'm the man role, the tip of the spear with the shield. It was actually, you know, relatively uh, a relatively equal amongst all three though. You know, when you give one guy the U.S. title and the other two the tag titles, you the have an idea titles, of who they yeah. think is going to be a single star at the time, Dean. Right. Um, yeah. I, I have to wonder how they, they part ways. I like the Royal Rumble idea, but I think this will probably stick around as long as the last iteration of Evolution. It'll be, okay. they'll, they'll sort of have, have a, a little reviews. retirement run and then call it a day by Rumble WrestleMania. And there will, there will be no yeah. shield early next year. <clears throat> yeah. No, you're probably right on that, and oh, fuck, I just had an idea, and it just uh, just escaped me. Um, oh, uh, talking about who the leader might be, they're going to make Reigns the, the the center point of it, you know, just the way it was framed. Back in the day, if, and forgive me if I'm wrong, I, I remember Seth always being in the middle, and the guy, he put his fist out first, and the other two fisted his fist. Yes. Um, so Seth and he was the architect and I obviously the architect tag came a little later after the destruction of the shield, but it, uh, at least in retrospect, it always seemed like Seth was the guy, um, you know, who was, if not, not in charge, but kind of pointing people in certain directions, directing traffic, um, if you will. But at this point it's not going to be Seth. It's going to be Roman. This is, this is being built around Roman because as, as we've said, this is being uh, used as a vehicle to get Roman back to, to his earlier prominence. So that's my, my thought on that. Can I throw a fucking bonker scenario out there for you? And it's from I their, and it's from their own playbook. So it's not okay. too crazy, but okay. the shield is not going to last as Roman Dean and Seth. What's okay. to say that the group doesn't splinter off this time, but in very much of a the day Sean dropped the ball, uh-huh. Seth and Dean or Seth on his own picks up the ball when this new iteration of the Shield falls apart. Roman goes on, maybe loses to Brock, doesn't get the title back. Everything they did to help him get the title and doesn't work out. This Shield didn't work out. So he forms a new shield army shield iteration. 
with fresh okay. talent in the group. Maybe it's just okay. him with new talent. Maybe it's him and Dean with new talent. Roman goes on to continue to be the single star that they want him to be. Who could be in your new shield? Who oh, could you man. imagine? I got Wait. a couple of names in mind in the back of my head that I think could be fucking <sighs> awesome. Okay, so is, is, is it's Seth? Are we having Seth as the guy taking over? Let's just and, say and Seth is the shield? guy that's like, I got okay. us back together. It didn't pan out. But I'm not done with the shield. I was the architect. I can rebuild. Right. Yeah. Are we going uh, tweener, babyface, or heel? Uh, I'm thinking whatever DX was at the time. Whatever. Some tweener okay. sort of thing. Something that and, and you right. can just retrofit whatever mood they have at the time to put them into a group. And you sort of make them the new hounds of justice. Not good, not bad, right. but they're to right the wrongs of the WWE, which are many. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so you have, you have Seth, so you need a big guy. Uh, so whether that's a tall guy or whether that's a, a big, you know, uh, thicker sort of guy. Man, I, I, I know I would love to see Samoa Joe and Seth Rollins uh, in a faction together. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fucking awesome. Um, so let's, uh, I'm going with, uh, and this is obviously all fantasy, fantasy booking fantasy here. Just booking. having fun. Yeah. Comment in the section. Who would you like to see a new shield be yeah. once this current version breaks up? So yeah. Okay. Seth, Samoa Joe, and huh. Ah, I, I'm, I'm, my, my mind keeps going to Drew Galloway. But I know he's been in a you know a, a three man faction before, but they were a comedy comedy act. But he's he's reinvented himself and is really fucking good. I I, I could get behind a a Rollins Galloway Samoa Joe. That none of those are new talent, but they'd be new to to a team. Together. They would be would new to a crew. Yeah, that would be absolutely yeah. new, be uh, be new to a crew. I could imagine if you're looking for if you're looking for the new fucking big gun, you're looking for the uh-huh. new shit kicker in there. Uh, and you don't want to rely on current roster talent and get someone up who's been looking more and more destructive. What would you think of a fucking tacked, geared out, fresh haircut, changes body language a little bit, Lars Sullivan from NXT, they call up. Oh, yeah, Dylan Miles. Dylan Miles, and you bring yeah, him up. Yeah, big hand guy. Yeah. Oh, shit, that would be great. Bring him up and put him in a bunch of fucking horrifying tactical gear, and he's yeah. the big gun you call him. And then okay. All right. as, as the wily quick guy, Seth could sort of be the medium, you know, the, the bowl of porridge, too hot, too yeah. cold, nice, and the one in the middle. The smaller right. whiplash shit kicker, vicious on the mic, Adam Cole. Adam Cole, Lars Sullivan, and Seth Rollins, bring them up and bring them on. Hell, you could even have, what if there was a shield that had more than three members? More than three? What if you had... Yeah, that- the undisputed in their entirety yeah. come up and is a big gun, Lars Sullivan, and you got a five man uh, team the way that they did like the old DX where they went from China, yeah. Triple H, Shawn Michaels to Triple H, China, Xbox, New Age Outlaws, and Age you've got Outlaws. a DX army. You have a new, a shield version too, a shield army with a new group of people for a new generation. Bring them up, okay. give them that shield rub, and then they all eventually break off, do their own thing down the line. See, I, I thought about Adam Cole, and I, I didn't say Adam Cole. One, because his he's too similarly built to Seth Rollins. He's a lot uh, smaller, though. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a little smaller, but just like, you know, proportion to height. They're, they're built the same way. They both have long hair. Yeah. I, I, I find them kind of similar, so I didn't want to have them both together. Plus... I my mind immediately went to whatever this new version of the Shield was to be the evolution of the Shield Evolution feud, and then the Undisputed be the Shield. You know, they're the new kids on the you know they're the they're the new kids who have to go beat up the old guys. So it would be Rollins, Joe, and Galloway against the Undisputed for a big feud, and that's that's money right there. What do you if think the possibility of adding them? a woman to the group? What if they were? What if they brought up? I love it. Like a Nikki Cross and put her in there with some scary fucking tack gear, and, and and there was there was a shield presence in the women's division, or someone like a dog. No, fuck that. Pull Nikki. Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Okay. As yeah. As a mur- is like okay, oh, because she could get up in a fucking guy's ass. 
And she's mannish in the face. Then do some damage and throw some fucking knees up into that mush. Yeah. <laughs> that would be Yeah, dope. no, I, I'm I'm all in on that. Yeah, give me give me that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, five person shield. All right. <laughs> oh, God. Now none of this Ooh, shit will happen. And I know we're just no, we're, of course we're pissing into the ocean here. All yeah. right. No, it's fun though. But this is, this is what uh I would hope that they learn from their own successes in the past because as successful as DX was, DX was given another breath of life for a long time with the formation of the DX army and then Shazam, there you go, new iteration because this new version of the shield, it can't last, it can't last very long. It, it's good. It's you like mean I this said, reunion or the Shield 2.0. This this Shield reunion coming up. Okay, the reunion. All a right. new yeah, Shield. Let this thing go. Right. Let this yeah, thing no, no, fucking that's, that's... breathe for a long while. And uh, to draw another parallel to the DX thing, what helped get DX over so much were their foils in the Nation of Domination. So I think if you have you know this new Shield and have the undisputed as their foils everybody gets over and has a good time and and we benefit from watching them beat the shit out of each other you know who would be another cool fucking crew i'm I'm trying to think of of some other interesting fresh matchups in the wwe from a faction standpoint of people that i don't think are being used either properly or at all imagine another shield situation where you got seth is the leader the big gun the heavyweight the shit kicker luke harper with a fresh coat okay. of paint, and the small, wily, fucking nattish mosquito whipping around, but still mauls you, Neville. Neville. Imagine yeah. Neville. Neville, Seth, and and oh. Luke Harper together Shit. could be fucking ridiculous. That would be an oh, awesome man. version. I mean, Neville already looks fucking evil and nasty. Put in some, yeah. some fucking aviators and some tack shit. Clean, clean Harper up oh. real nice. Keep yeah. keep Seth as is. You want to fucking pop me? You want to pop me? He dyes half his hair blonde again. And watch me come yes. out of my seat. No, I want the streak. I want that streak. That's the second best streak in wrestling history. All right. Respect the taker. But Seth Rollins' streak is the second best streak. Sorry. Sorry, Goldberg. Sorry, Asuka. That's a streak <laughs> right there. That's a nice streak. That's, that's, my, that's my streak. I love it. So I love it. The other, uh, the other a lot of possibilities continue. there. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I'll, I think we were both trying to segue to the, the sister. Let's get an stuff. Abigail. Let's get an Abigail here. Um, uh, so you had this promo on Raw where, you know, and God bless them because it got me invested in a, an angle that I was already tired of involving a character yeah. that I was very tired of. Bray Wyatt has just, he's just been lost at sea. Him and Finn have been going back and forth, but there's no back and forth. It's all Finn. Finn the man, yeah. Finn the demon. You've been coming up short ever since you lost the title back to, to, to Orton. Um, it's it's an interesting angle where he says, I mean, very blatantly, Sister Abigail is alive. And she's right. dying to meet you. And then they overlay this creepy looking woman with a female laugh and some face paint underneath and some black lacy shawl. And there's the rumor is one of two things. And I want to know which one you'd prefer that he is going to pull his own demon and become Sister Abigail himself, or they bring this chick up from NXT. Her name escapes me. I sent a, I sent you a, yeah, sent a an image of her. Let me actually see if I still have it. Um, shit, you know what? I don't think I do. Um, Hold on, oh, what was her name here? I think she was in the Mae Young Classic, if I'm not mistaken. I think yeah. she was. Yeah, no, she was. She she lost to the um, the chick who uh, whipped her with her hair. She lost to Willow Smith. Okay. Um, no. Uh, it's loading on Twitter. Right oh yeah, now. I got it right here. Sage Beckett. Sage Beckett That's it. is Sage Beckett. They're all lies, darling. Hashtag raw. She's got a very spooky, swampish looking background going on. Um, she does on, on on Twitter. Dark hair. Yeah, there. She looks like someone. She does look to be a, a, a thicker swamp kind of gal. Or she's she is not a small woman. Now, what I thought Matt Fowler of IGN interestingly pointed out was that the pick amongst the Smarks for a long time that there was ever to be an actual physical. Uh, 
Sister Abigail character of yeah of, of manifestation of good word uh, for for thank you would, of, of Abigail would be Daphne. Daphne yes. would have been great. Daphne, the Scream Queen, one of the best things towards the ass end of WCW was fantastic. She got severely fucking injured from a woman right. sitting on her fucking clavicle chest, shattered it. Yeah, that was Sage Beckett that injured yeah. Daphne. Which I thought the universe was a, is a weird place. It's man. strange, fucking weird Mobius strip of bullshit in this world. Yeah. So, with that said, longwoodly as I am, what do you what do you prefer of a of an iteration of Abigail? You know, originally, you know, I was on team. Let it be this crazy female, feral sort of, uh, you know, just crazy chick I, I thought if they hadn't put nikki cross insanity what nikki cross has done would have been perfect for a sister abigail type character um originally i was all in on that but um this idea of him kind of having and you know i know firsthand that mental illnesses are a serious thing but there have been more than a few uh, multiple personality disorder gimmicks in the history of pro wrestling. Uh, you know, Joseph Park and Abyss, and, uh, you know, I mean, if you want to go Mankind, Mick Foley, Dude Love, Cactus Jack sort of thing, although he, he knows he's a character. But um, I kind of like the idea of Bray kind of flipping this switch and becoming Sister Abigail. Sister Abigail is somebody that he made up. It's in his fucking head. And I think if he channels a little early Mankind um, a little bit with it so that there needs to be some kind of, uh, you know, like when Mankind had two different themes, you remember? One for him to come to the ring and then one to calm him down at the end after he fucking assaulted somebody's face off. I think think if you take that kind of um, approach with this Bray Wyatt thing, being Sister Abigail, I think it could work because he's a talented performer. Um, they just haven't gotten the story right. Yeah, they have not gotten the story right damn near since its inception and the breakup of the family. We thought the family would be getting larger with various additions throughout yeah. time with Daniel Bryan showing up and then leaving and then Braun Strowman showing up and getting right. split up. And there's always been this character, Abigail, in the background that we've always been like, man, you should add this add this, this woman to it. And I'm not going to say, don't for two seconds give them the fucking credit you think they deserve by saying this has been a slow play. No. Oh, no. This not is a, not a chance. fucking nothing's working. He's losing his ass off all the time. Yeah. People are rolling their eyes at his shit. Why not roll this Abigail character out now? And yeah. if you freeze frame, if you freeze frame the promo where okay. he's looking out and then transforms slowly into Abigail, it is definitely still Bray. Underneath okay. all that shit, you see the outline of a beard, you see the outline right. of a mustache. Um, yeah. You could even still He's see got a the tattoo silhouette. on the left arm. I'm not sure okay. if it's an overlay of someone else. The eyes still appear to be in the same position. But it's, right. a, it's a spooky fucking image. I mean, it's a really, really spooky image. I would, I would hope, I would almost hope that they really go all in with a new version of the theme. Maybe a spinoff of the theme. Maybe an all new theme. Some new moves to the move set. And by yeah. God... Have Harper and Rowan get involved. I know they're on SmackDown. They're not. Any, they're not anywhere. Well, they're not. They're not anywhere. <laughs> yeah, so maybe yeah, you ether. have those two come back out. And you know what? Paint them up insane. Really make the Wyatt family horrifying again. And here's why I think they might. Okay. Because the WWE loves to pay attention to what's happening in pop culture, good or bad. They pay uh-huh. attention to what has happened, and it has cemented itself uh-huh. as the highest grossing horror film of all time. Highest yeah. grossing. It's beaten The Exorcist. It's mauled every other September film. It's going to probably have a record-setting run as far as length of time in theater. That is, everyone's still talking about that. Yeah. It's a horrifying face makeup job. It's scary as fuck. Everyone talks about it. Why not emulate what's going on big time in pop culture and bring a little... It doesn't have to be rated R, but you could do good horror at PG with just some scary-looking fucking characters and have Harper, have Rowan, and have Abigail sort of be this new Wyatt family 
where Bray gets stuck is Abigail. And if Bray ever wants to turn face, Bray comes back and was trapped inside of this demonic woman. But let, let Harper and Rowan show back up just looking like they've been trapped in the seventh level of hell and Finn doesn't know what the fuck to do. And it, it becomes right. much larger than Finn. Like the whole WWE is like, oh shit, we've got three psychopaths out there again. We've got a murder cult. The, the, the Wyatt family is back and give them a run all the way to Mania. I don't know who they face there. I don't know how it turns out there. Right. But I'm, I'm really hoping that much like them shielding up Roman Reigns, this is Bray Wyatt's Hail Mary also. And I pray that yes. both work and both characters are saved. Not like Roman needs saving. He needs course correcting. But Bray needs fucking saving at this point. And this might be a last-ditch effort to do it. Yeah, no, I, re- I really like that idea. Um, I think, you know, the only the only problem that I could see arise is you were talking about, you know, Bray being stuck as Abigail and then turning face to become Bray Wyatt again. But who does he... He has to, like fight somebody does he just fight harper and rowan then you know he can't fight himself unless they do some really hokey cheesy house of horrors match again which god i hope they never do um that would be the only creative roadblock that they're not even close to thinking down the line to <laughs> at this point um but they can, uh they but yeah can no pull a page I like out of the, the 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 mick foley Mankind becoming Cactus Jack, we needed to coming back to dude love, or in recent history with TNA Abyss and Joseph Parks. If you, right. know, you take enough of an ass kicking from someone, you sort of snap out of it or what have you. And yeah, I don't know what 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 Bray looks like after this. He's gotta fucking win this. Like this is an absolutely must win. This doesn't right. hurt Finn. Finn's up too. Nah, Finn is- and and he's Finn Balor like. You know, he's he'll be fine. Okay, he'll be, he'll <laughs> he's be good. Secure. Finn is he's gonna secure. be all right, even if he takes yeah. an L here. No one's like, oh, well, fucking Finn came and went. He's gonna be fine. All right, hell, right. partner him back, put him back with the fucking um, uh, Gallows and Anderson good brothers, and there yeah. you go. You got yourself a Shield feud right there. Okay, if you have a yeah, new club right? versus the Shield, there's the next feud for those guys. All right, yeah, that would be fucking awesome. A nice heel Finn with a heel Good Brothers. Versus a face oh, shield. Man. I mean, Finn was a fucking heel almost his I entire know. time in Japan. He can do it. Make it happen. Yeah. Um, Plus, you got Saturday in the background, too, if you need another uh, three-dude faction. Yeah. How long do, they, do you think they stay together? They come up to NXT as is. They piecemeal them. And thank God they put fucking uh, pants on fat ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that they're... Um, the sum is greater than them on their own with those guys. I mean, Eric Young and Nikki. I'm more worried about Alexander Wolf and 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 uh, Big Damo, whatever the fuck they're calling. Killian Dane, Chris, Christopher Cross, yeah, yeah, C- Christopher Cross, yes, the guy that sings Chris- Salem is he's the weak link because he just can't stop doing smooth jazz and soft rock right in the middle of it. He keeps interrupting people to talk about how great that new um, that new uh. Michael McDonald album sounds. Insanity. The white men have the power. I'm not sure how that line goes, but I feel like I feel like Michael McDonald's always been singing "The white man has the power." I'm like, is fucking Michael McDonald a racist? Oh man, that's hilarious. Did he turn you down for an interview? Uh, uh, Christopher Cross did because his manager (laughs) thought we called him old. You did, and I did. <laughs> but you 100 he got that's mike's fault for sending play. that clip it of the uh of the air check to him yeah we're like yeah yeah when someone asks how old is he by the way he's like fucking 61 okay so yeah. no one's gonna mistake you for a young kid looking to pick up a hot topic gift certificate you fucking relic you're old right. you're playing at like a dinner theater in pennsylvania I was going to send a wad of people up there to sell out your show. Right. You probably get a bonus. Like, I don't know, they'll throw in a fucking free dessert if you sell more than 100 goddamn tickets. <laughs> but then whatever twat fucking manager you have is pissed off that I called you what you are. Old and irrelevant. All right. So yeah. water don't get yeah. mad if I call it wet. Chris, don't get mad if I said that you should have sailed into the fucking sunset a long time ago, you fat fuck. Because you should have. And you suck. And no one went to your show. you talking to me? No, God no, Chris oh, Cross. Okay. You don't sail, okay. you rage. You rage against oh, the dying okay. of the light. No, Chris Cross jumps, jumps. That's what they do. And oh, they miss the bus. Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. Come on. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. Oh. It was pretty bad. Oh. I apologize, guys. <laughs> oh. Woo. <laughs> oh, come on. You don't want to do Hell in the Cell? Uh, yeah, we got like five minutes. Let's do it. Yeah, let's just run. Let's just run through it. All right. Um. So, uh, what are we? I, I I can only name four matches. So we had the women's match: Natalia and Charlotte. Um. I mean, Charlotte. None. None of them have really been lighting the world on fire down there. Um. Do we get a cash in? Perhaps does Charlotte? Uh. You know, win and then Carmella cashes in the Money in the Bank. Who knows? Um, I'll say Natalia walks out champion. Okay, I will say I will say Charlotte wins the champ here. Uh, I will say, um, God damn, I'm torn right now because I love fucking Baron Corbin's new theme. I love his new okay. theme. I think it's great. Do you invest in a new theme for someone? Did you? Did you? And he's got a new shirt too. Are you? Sh- are right. you showing your hand by new theme, new shirt? Have him lose. Maybe. I mean, it depends on how much backstage heat he still has over his opinions on CTE research and the doctors that WWE uses. Um, you heard that latest. Yeah, thing, I heard right? that That's whole thing. Part, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I I need them to do something because that feud, I'm over. It has to end here. Um, one of them wins and goes on to fight somebody else because um, Styles needs to be a little more high profile i think at this point uh whether that's with the title or not um i would like i I would like to see corbin you know pick up a title because i you know i've I've been i've been a fan i cooled off on him a little bit um after that stinker he had with cena at what was that SummerSlam? yeah that was SummerSlam. um but i think you know he's still got potential and i think they, they they can write the ship with him here by having him win the u.s title and aj go on to fight i don't know Fucking somebody. AJ drops. Corbin wins. Yeah, I, I, I will. I will agree with you there. I think they have. Okay, they're gonna. They're gonna sort of get back to what they were starting with with Corbin. Put the title yeah. on him. AJ goes on to start getting himself towards a um, a heavyweight championship picture. Orton Rusev don't care. Um, having trouble caring. And I love Rusev, and I don't either. Yeah, I love Rusev. I love Orton. Neither one of these guys seem to match up well with each other. Rusev is. Either you got to do one of two things. He's Bulgarian brute with Lana or he's full blown Instagram silly. And right now you right. have him in this weird middle ground with Aiden yeah. English. That's an odd right. pairing that it is. doesn't do a lot for me that if you're going to do it, do it, like, do it, make him a silly motherfucker, make him as goofy as you want or make him a murderer again. I want Aiden English to come out dressed like Lana used to dress. Jesus Christ. That would be fucking amazing. And Rusev is dressed like Simon Gotch. And they keep going backstage to change. And they keep sort of like Benny Hilling outfits. They keep dressing as the other person's former manager back and forth. Yes. Oh, my God. I love that. Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler. That's a fucking given. Roode wins this, right? Yeah, it has to. God, God, I hope so. Jesus. Sorry, Josh, but Dolph Ziggler does not, cannot win this one. Boy, that you last can't SmackDown stifle Bobby Roode. He was he that that Ziggler bit that Ziggler bits like making me not like Ziggler in the wrong way, not like oh yeah. this guy's such a son of a bitch. I can't wait to watch him see his ass kicked. Like it's making me hit the fast forward button kind of way. Yeah, this hack. is a, this is hack. this is nails on a chalkboard angle right this with the whole hey let me uh let me try some entrances out and like he was kind of doing the thing with Taker and all that. That all was right. a great troll, but this last one with the fucking drum. And the noisemakers and all that was, yeah, I mean, the crowd was, was dead fucking silent for it, by the way. There were like 20 people there, so that's not us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The hard the camera side was fucking empty. If anybody saw yeah. any shots of that SmackDown recently, half capacity yeah. or whatever. Quick aside on the Dolph Ziggler thing. He said something in his promo to Rude about how uh, he was all smoke and mirrors. And Cody Rhodes in his infinite glory um, uh, retweeted... Uh, a gif of Ziggler saying only smoke and mirrors and Cody Rhodes said, I'm sending a cease and desist. So I gave him, I gave him a round of applause for that. Cause that was his theme song back in the day. You got to boy, you got to dig for that connection. You got to, you got to, Oh, come on. Yeah. That was his theme song. You don't remember that smoke and mirrors. 
Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, no. No. You and Cody remember okay. that. That's a fucking. Yeah. Oh, that is a. I'm a that Cody is a Mark, thin. So. That is a thin fucking spider silken web of a connection. There. It's there. Okay. Well, I, it's I there. Popped. I popped. But that was a quiet <laughs> pop. That was a very quiet pop. Good on I them. I popped on the toilet. I will back. say, uh, getting back to the beginning of the podcast, to Eric yeah. Bischoff's credit, he uh-huh. did comment on the Bullet Club invasion. And he did say that okay. if he was running things, he would have let them in that night and let them in running WWE. Yes. WWE called their bluff, let them in. And the biggest thing that they could have done to really fuck themselves is be allowed in, which would violate all of their respective contracts with whatever yeah. ring of honors, new right. Japan's that they have. And, uh-huh. and then the WWE could have been like, you want to work here right now? You want to do it? We'll send you the fuck out there. We're going to squash the shit out of you. We have a bunch right. of maulers in here that can do it. They could have shut down Bullet Club by actually letting them in for what they wanted. That's that's a very Bischoff way and of it would have, right And it there. would have made them look like the biggest bitches when they're like, all right, come it on would. in. Yep. Um, we, we can't. We can't. We're, we probably should take off. Wait, are you sure? Yeah. Because you're here. Come inside, assholes. Because Bischoff yeah. wanted to do that with DX back in the day. And the executives, he says it too, the executives would not give him permission. He wanted to let really? DX in the building because he knew it would be a massive violation of, of contracts right. with the USA Network and things like that. It would have gotten the WWE in immeasurable trouble. And yeah. he didn't get the higher ups because they didn't feel like getting in some illegal tanglement. But he wanted to basically call huh. the bluff and thought that it would have been very like smart. It. If they want to get that thorn of the Bullet Club out of their side, let him in. That would have been cool. That, that, that's that's a good that's a good idea right there. Um, okay, back to Hell in the Cell. We have what are we missing? Shane the Owens tag team Hell in the Cell match. We, okay, tag team Chad Shelton. Yeah. and Hype Bros. Oh, that tag team. I forgot about that. That's on the pre-show, right? That's a pre-show match. Okay, I mean that has this has to finally be the swan song of the Hype Bros. Hype Bros split Chad, up. I think Zach yeah, goes here. Chad and Shelton win. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fine. And the, well, the, I was leading towards the tag team Hell in a Cell match, which I think is going to steal the show. Um, the Usos and the New Day. Now, you know, are all three of the New Day going to be in the cell? Uh, it's going to be I Biggie guess? and Kofi. Xavier Woods is on the outside. He's on the outside of the cell. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, you know, who who knows if that'll change or not. But those two have been beating, or those four rather, or really those five, have been beating the shit out of each other the past couple months, and we've enjoyed every second of it. So I'm looking forward to it uh, culminating inside uh, Satan's favorite structure. Is that what they call it? Um, it's just going to be a good match. I'm, I'm looking forward. Yeah, to this it. is going to be uh, to me. I don't care how it goes. I know I'm going to be entertained yeah, by it for, thoroughly through all of it. Don't expect any big spots in this. Uh, Kofi might do some silly shit, Royal Rumble-esque. I feel like they're going to save that for Shane and Kevin. I feel like they're going to save the holy fuck moment for that match, which is a shame because I think it should be the New Day Usos that get the big Mick Foley spot of the night, which they do at all the hell in the cells. There's going to be some oh my God moment. Uh, in, In a better world, it's just Kevin locked in a cage with Shane McMahon in a false count anywhere. Hell in a yes. Cell match. Yes. That doesn't make right. any sense. It doesn't. Um, I, I'm not sure who's going to interfere, but it opens it up for the possibility for interference, which is the exact opposite intention of Hell in the Cell. You know, it, it, it kind of became the Hell in the Cell became what the old cage match used to be. You're locked in a cage with me. You can't escape. We're going to beat the shit out of each other until one of us is walking and one of us can't stand. That's what it used to be, and that's what Hell in the Cell became. So I don't really get why they're doing this aside from opening it up for some sort of outside interference. That being said, um, you know, there's going to be a crazy spot or two. Shane's going to, you know, attempt to murder himself for our enjoyment and... Owens will do some crazy shit too. I'm I'm stoked. I want to see them beat the shit out of each other. Um, I think it's going to be great. And to go back, I think I think the New Day and Usos can do a big spot inside the cell, like you know maybe set up a ladder and cl- scale you know monkey bar across the top and then move the ladder and then fall or something like that. <coughs> they can do a big spot inside the cell, but I think the big outside the cell spot is for Owens and Kane. Yeah, I can see Owens that. Okay, yeah, and inside the spot for New Day Usos, outside for Shane. Yeah. Owens, what what does a big Kevin Owens Shane McMahon spot look like? Because Shane can't dip back into the well 
with the elbow drop off the top. Kevin has a no. tendency to love to fucking powerbomb people into stuff. Do they have a trapdoor-esque uh, thing on top, Foley style, where yeah. he, he sort yes, of gives him yeah. the powerbomb onto the cage, which breaks yeah. and he lands inside the ring? Just make sure there's not a chair up there, too, to fall down and bust your fucking teeth out like happened to Foley. Or, but, yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. They had something uh, through the top of the cage. Um, you know, I can't imagine... Owens power bombing Shane onto an announce table from the top of the cage. That's way too fucking dangerous. No fucking way. They way too that. many things go wrong there. Um, or they they rerun the elbow drop spot, but it hits this time. Because Shane, Taker got out of the way. Shane just hit table at Mania two Yeah, he really so did. Maybe maybe he hit maybe he hits it this time because and I don't, I'm sure this was just Kevin Owens being sassy uh hilarious Kevin Owens. Somebody said, "Oh, you remember what happened last time Shane went on Hell in a Cell?" And Owens, I can just I can I read it in his voice just deadpan like, "Yeah, he jumped off and lost." Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. if he jumps off this time, hits and wins, then that could, you know, pay off an obscure one-off tweet from Kevin Owens that I pay way too much attention to. And then finally, you have the championship <laughs> match. You have a championship match with oh yeah, there's that Jinder and Shinsuke. Oh, okay, uh, it's got to be Shinsuke at this, right? You know, so we can finally get some some championship God, promos so. out of him. You know, get some I, uh... <laughs> get some good uh, get some more fucking nursery rhymes out of old fucking Acorn Mouth. Uh, I uh, what if. What if Shinsuke Nakamura came out with the cigarette and started doing Dice's dirty nursery rhymes? Oh, Ojaka and Jewel. Oh, 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 I gotta stick my fucking, I gotta stick my fucking whole hand in my mouth. Yeah. Oh, Put I'm your sure. mouth guard in. Yeah, there we go. All right. Sticks on stone. Jack and Jewel went up with the hill to fetch a hell of wall. Of what? Wall. Wawa, all right, Helen Keller. What happened next? Jill went down. She needed the money. Oh. 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 Take care of your weight staff. Oh. <laughs> Don't forget your exit passes. Oh. oh. I'll be selling uh, DVDs in the lobby. Oh, sure. You guys have been a very good crowd. Good night. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at Rough House SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U-C-E-G-J-2-1-N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase L, capital D, N, 7, lowercase C, 3, lowercase R, lowercase F, U, V, Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.